into it. What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to A Girl Land. Her mother-in-law. Episode 60. Episode 60. Episode 60. Welcome back, you guys. Happy 2020 again. Got my smoothie. I'm healthy. I got my water and I already finished my Jolly Rancher. So. Oh, you brought them today? uh, I took one and it's gone. Iconic. Love the Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Welcome back to A Girl in a Mother in Law, everybody. If you're new here, hi, welcome. Uh, We put out an episode every single Monday and Thursday at 5 a.m. EST. No one's more on point than me. You go, girl. I just start rapping. No, uh, seriously, though, we do put out two episodes a week. What podcast is doing that? Just us, because we're cool. Just kidding. There's some podcasts that upload like every day. But we do I upload don't know twice. how people do that, though. Dude, I don't even know. Well, I think I don't also know. there are probably not an hour. Yeah, we do like an hour, hour and 20 minutes. Hour and 15, hour and 20, yeah. you know. They probably do like a quick 15 minute. Mm-hmm. Like I was listening to one that I think one of the girls in the group had sent me, mm-hmm. and one of theirs was literally like seven minutes. And I'm like, well, shoot, we could upload twice a day if it was only oh, hell yeah. episodes. But it's just little tidbits of advice. So it's like easy to jump on and go, da 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 and then let it be. Like, that's it. Like, cut and Is that somebody's podcast? Like a big podcast? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was big, but it was one that I listened to. And it was all like just little tidbits. Oh, that's interesting. Like, I've never seen that like, before. You know how like um, on Instagram there's pages of like... Uh, positivity quotes. Yeah. And and like I'll follow that page and every every day they'll just post something yeah. positive. It's like that. It's just like a oh. positive thought. Well, that's but cool. Actually. said instead of written, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. I like that. Mm. Maybe we should turn into a positivity thing. Then yeah. you can't talk about sex. I know, nah. <laughs> just just kidding. Gosh. I asked you guys in the group today. I'm like, what do you guys want to hear about? Sex. And they're like, sex? And then they said also honestly anything. But there's a lot of topics here. But first I want to... um. Do some emails first. Sure, we'll do some emails. And then we'll hop into I do want to say, I know um, Alyssa and I were chatting about this earlier, and we don't know enough about it. Mm. Yeah, because it just, it the, the fires in Australia. Mm. So everybody who listens from Australia, my, my, love. yeah, definitely. I'm praying for you guys because it's a horrible situation. And when you, when you look at, I was trying to explain Alyssa earlier, like I looked, like I heard something about, 500 million, like a half a billion animals have died. And when you look, like you look in comparison to like a million dollars versus a billion dollars and it's mind blown. So if you look at that in the context of animals, it's just like, wow. And the amount of land that's ruined. So I'm definitely, my prayers are with you. And I, I put in a group, if I'm like, fathom. if I had superpowers to go over and just like, that's what we were fires. talking about before like this. I'm would. like, what do it's we like, do? What can we do? Can we like pay for like planes to like fly over and <sighs> like, like, like what can I do? Personally, or you mean the United States? Like when you say what can I do, you you mean just like, in general? Like if I'm gonna donate, like what, like I want to give it to something that's gonna fucking help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like make it stop. Make that shit stop. It's. I looked at the map though today. I was like, "Holy oh so god!" Scary. It's that's what I'm saying. And I didn't want i I wanted to just address it because we do have a lot of listeners from there and people oh that god, are active yeah. in our Facebook group that have been sharing their posts. And I just want to let you know if if there was something that we could actually do, yes, that can make a difference, yes, let us know, yes, because I would love to do something that'll make a difference, not just send random money. To, I mean, money to a random GoFundMe that we don't know how it's being used. Exactly, if it's something that's exactly that, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. 
I wanted to like actually help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. So my prayers and thoughts and love are with you all. And oh, scary. I didn't realize how crazy it was until I saw the map. I was like, oh my god. It's like the whole entire outer coast. It's and it's nuts. just it's so scary. Nuts. And I saw like a lady rescuing a koala bear and oh. That's and the video know, I like, saw a while ago. It's just so She took the shirt off her sad. back. It's so sad. Well, he passed away, you know, little Kuali. It's so sad. Well, that's what I mean. It's, it's, I don't want to say easier to turn the blind eye, but when it's not, when we're not breathing that smoke or seeing those fires, it's easy for us to live day to day. That's but what I said to you. I can't even imagine that happening here. Yeah. Like, but, I can't. But for us to, like, see it, mm-hmm. it's, it it's scary. Real. So, Yeah. It's so nice. Like it does, like Alyssa said, and it's true. It literally looks like, I remember when we had the California fires and there was like pictures posted also. Mm-hmm. It looked like it's out of a movie, like yeah, it was being like, creative, like, created, like it doesn't even look real. Yeah, you're like, that's not real. What the heck is that? That's crazy. So, so crazy. yes. Thinking <clears throat> of you guys. Yeah, and, and I want to go because we were talking earlier about like what are they doing for it. And I was like, I don't know because I didn't look that deep into it. But mm-hmm. You know, I would assume with it being so massive as it is, mm-hmm. it's hard to control that large of a fire. But, yeah. you know, send help. Got yeah. some helicopters, planes, dropping water or whatever. I don't know. That's what I'm sad. saying. I don't even know. I don't even it's know sad, where to begin. But, yeah, I'm going to look more into it because I want to make a difference. Well, we love you guys. We do. Sad. No, I know. But I just, I don't want to just act as if we don't care. No, so no. we said it, we care, we love you guys, and if we can make a difference, you know, maybe just spreading awareness, mm-hmm. you know? We have a lot of listeners, so yeah. our listeners can spread awareness. Agree. And uh, see what we can do. Girl. Well. Well, with that being said. Um, let's, let's flip. On the post that I put in the group, uh, someone said... The after holiday funk and getting back to reality. <laughs> Do you feel an after holiday funk? I feel a during holiday, like or like a before holiday funk. I feel like that's more. Like, don't you feel like after people are like, oh, twenty twenty now. No, I feel like, oh, it's back to the grind. Like, oh, I do feel that. Like, oh, back to work, back to this. Back, back to, to just reality. Like, yeah. I, I always feel like it's just, like, I was actually talking to Jean also yesterday. Like, I feel like... Jean is my boyfriend's manager, by the way. I, I feel like between, like, Thanksgiving and the new year, like, I it's just like a mosh it's to like me. a blur. Yeah, and it's like, I got to get back on the routine of, like, paying, simple things, like paying bills. Like, I haven't done an actual real food shopping in, like, forever. It's like, I'll run, I'll pick up a couple I feel things. like I haven't either. That's what I'm saying. So it's like to get back into the actual routine. So, yeah, I do get in a little bit of a funk. Mm-hmm. I miss the holidays. But it does take me a little bit to get back into mm-hmm. the real living, you know, getting, mm-hmm. you know, I still didn't take down my stuff because it ain't January 6th I haven't yet. either. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it on Sunday. I'm ex- I'm actually kind of excited too. Well, Monday is the 6th, so you're close enough. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, like a fresh, kind of like a fresh start, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So I will take my stuff down. Um, I'm going to be sad that the lights are going to be gone though. Me too. 
Me too. It's going to be like bare. I saw a thing on Facebook and it was like what your house looks like after you and take it. And it was down. just like a big empty room. Yeah. <laughs> that is what it feels like. Yeah. It's it's kind of sad. I told Alyssa though, she should leave up a tree and just decorate it for like Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day. I get so sick of it. Wouldn't you? No. You know then me. Do it. I love it. Why don't you do that? That's something you would so fucking do. I, I would so fucking do it. <laughs> so why don't you? Just keep the lights up and just change it from, like, even in the house, change Orange it from, like, lights. Christmas decorations. We could just What's do next? Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Red with hearts on Red it. Red hearts. Just pink it up. That's I definitely can go, something listen, you would do. Not for nothing, but all the, I'm sure, like, uh, like all like Walmart and all this has all Christmas like ninety percent off. Mm-hmm. Go and just get like all pink and red. I saw Target ornaments. has really good sales. Just pink and red ornaments for yeah. thanks- oh, for Thanksgiving, <laughs> Valentine's Day, <laughs> for Valentine's See, Day. Just leave it up year do. round. You yeah. know, I wouldn't do that because I don't like like the colors and stuff. Like yeah. I wouldn't decorate for Halloween. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like like the Christmas white snowy look, so I wouldn't do that. But I think for you, you love like decorating mm. and shit. I'll have to talk to Ali about it. I think you guys would have a blast. You can change it for everything. You'd be like, Alyssa, come upstairs. It's rainbow for your birthday. (laughs) You do Valentine's Day. You can make it the green for St. Patrick's Day. Hmm. I think it's a good idea. Hmm. I think you should do it. Do it. Do Do it. it. (laughs) I'll have to talk to Ali about it. Because really, I mean. What? It's just a lot of work. But it is something that her and I enjoy doing together. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe I'll talk to her about it. You go to the dollar store and get some pink hearts and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Go on Amazon and get a pink string of lights. You just need one oh, string. I, no, I, would, I was going to say, I would leave the lights like white. Because I have white oh, lights, so I think I would just like it. white lights oh, year yeah, round. Yeah. It's easier. And then you just do like some little St. Patrick's Day shit. Mm. Do it. And then like in Thanksgiving time, fall time, you put like leaves. Make it look like a tree outside. Like a little garland. <gasps> Leave garland. I vote yes. Do it. <laughs> I just want to see the pictures of them. <clears throat> and then that's it. What else in the book, in the group? What do they want to know? We're boring today. What do they want to know? Oh, you want to do that? Or you want to do emails first? Hmm? Whatever you want, darling. <laughs> You boss lady. Somebody wants to hear the conspiracy episode again. We, we're going to do that Oh, my soon. God. Alyssa and I just spoke about that before we started. Because I read it from the group. Oh, <laughs> Alyssa. I'm like, wow. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's a conspiracy in itself. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to do that again soon. Should we have Zane on it again? Because it crashed last time we did it. So sad. And that was the second time we tried it, right? No, the drunk episode crashed, and then the conspiracy episodes crashed. Oh. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. Did you watch You? I did not watch You. Did you watch the first season? No. Oh. The no. second season just came out. It's good. I didn't watch the second season yet, but the first season was really good, but me and Zane have to find the time to watch. Yeah. I, I, I've seen a lot of people posting about it. I probably will mm. try. Mm. Sorry, I'm trying to find topics on here. Ooh, superstitions and which ones you believe the most. Is that that's uh, like walking under a ladder yeah, or seeing a black cat? None of them. I don't like splitting a pole. Okay. That's so, something that bothers me. Or stepping on cracks. I was gonna say stepping on cracks and splitting a pole, yeah. I don't believe 
that something if really you bad's going to happen. Crack, your mom's going to you break, break your back. mother's back. I don't believe in the superstitions, but I do follow them. I won't walk under a ladder yeah. if I cannot. You know, right. like I won't. You know, step on a crack if I could avoid it. I won't split a pole. You know, mm-hmm. so they're like I follow them, but do I really believe that? You know, if I drop a mirror or I open an umbrella, like right. all those things are going to happen. Now I've opened plenty of umbrellas. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, come to think of it, inside maybe that's why I have all my bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I shit okay. all those umbrellas <laughs> yeah. I opened. Damn that mirror I broke. No wonder. Um, seriously though, I. Try not to open the umbrellas or break the mirrors or walk under ladders, but I don't believe that what they say is going to happen mm-hmm. will happen. I've been so conditioned to not step on cracks that now I do it subconsciously whenever I'm walking on some, like on like concrete or like I just do it without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't step on them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. The black cat thing, obviously not. Well, I, have, I, say, I have a black cat. <laughs> the, um, the, the thing, like, even at your, if you're at the mall, Mm-hmm. It's like you get your footing, and then the, just the pace. You'll never hit that crack if you get your pace right. I do know? that at the mall, too. Yeah. I have to step on the squares. Yeah. And if you step on one and you just space it, you're going to never step on a crack. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've I've avoided things like that. My mom's big on no new shoes on the table. No new shoes on the yeah, table. Yeah, like if you just buy shoes in a box, don't put them on the table. They have to go on the floor. Isn't that weird? Is that a thing, or is that just her weird thing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've... I know a lot of people do no shoes on the table, period. But yeah. if it's specifically new shoes, hmm, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, Marie, interesting. I'm very big on karma, so I feel like that plays a part in certain things like that. I feel like if I do certain things, I'll get karma for it. Like, oh. I believe in that wholeheartedly. Yeah, me too. So I get scared of things like that. Like, even if it's like, I'm just putting my fucking shoes on the table. But then it's like, well, my mom oh, never does. So what if I do this and then something bad happens? Uh, I have to put them on the floor. Gotcha, gotcha. You know gotcha. what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm like weird. Like, I have like... Is that like OCD or Are something? Are you like weird? <laughs> no, Zay makes fun of me. I've talked to you about this. Like, I'm going to sound fucking nuts right now. That's right. We want to hear it. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say I'm like on my laptop, right? And I have like my hard drive plugged in and then my computer. I'll like go to shut my computer and then like something will tell me that I have to take my hard drive out first. So I'll open my computer back up, take my hard drive out and then close it. Something like that. Or like I wear black socks every day. I'll go to put one on one foot and something will tell me, no, you should be putting that one on the other one. And like if I don't do it, I'll feel like karma will get me. (laughs) <laughs> it's a thing. I think that's a real thing. People are going to agree with me. I hope. Just like I thought people would agree with the tampon thing and everyone thought I was fucking nuts. <laughs> no, there was a lot in there that said, yeah, I like mine too. <laughs> um, I think I actually look stupid. Well, no, I think it put, if we can, if we literally went back to that post, I can guarantee it was like a 50-50 mix. I don't think it was. No, really? Okay. My mic looks so much louder than yours. I don't know. You just talk quieter. Yeah, I'm talking at your volume now. It looks the same. Um... Yeah, I don't know, certain things like that. Like, if I'm 
walking into the kitchen, like I'll have to turn on a certain light before I turn on the other one. But even if I go to that one light, it'll be like, no, you have to turn that one off and go turn on the other one first. Okay. And then I'll go back. I have to 100% agree. There's certain things that I'm very like you in. So I do believe it's just, it's, it's your gut is telling you something for some yeah. reason. So it's like, for whatever reason, do it. The whole sock thing. I don't know if I've ever had that. Like, I, you know, I don't consciously think... Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I don't think it... Like, I consciously think of, like, little things like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just do it and don't realize it. Um, but you're just very aware, which is a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, like, grow to grab a straw and I'll, like, take it out. And I'm no, like, no, no I was supposed one. to get the other one. Yeah, I mean, I've done... Yeah, okay. I'm crazy. No, you're not. I'm realizing it right now. That's nuts. No, it's not. What is that? What is that? Is that OCD? Like, obsessive compulsive disorder? Like, you have to do certain things? No, because it's not the same. Like, my nephew had a person in his life, and she had it. But she would do it where it was, like, something with steps. So she had to do a little routine before she'd climb up the steps. Like what? Like Like a whole dance routine? No, like, I think she'd, like, go on the first step with one foot and then go down and then go up the flight of stairs. Dude, that's me. I do shit like that. But that's So I think something (gasps) like that may, like I think she was OCD with certain things, but I think a lot of what you said is more like a, just a gut instinct of, no, maybe, maybe some of it is OCD tendencies. I just feel like car, like karma, like something will happen if I don't do listen to the voice in my head. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. When you're saying like you've, feel like something will happen like karma i don't think that's ocd-ish i think that's your gut right i think i mean i don't know god Alyssa, why'd you have to start talking about this because now i can be completely sound like a complete asshole because i don't know medically ocd right 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 so i think there's a different a lot of different types of it like kira has ocd when it comes to natural disasters she's overcome it a lot now but she had it where like if there was like a hurricane, like, or, like, a really bad storm, she would, like, get, like, panic attacks. Like, I'm not like that, obviously, mm. but I think there's different forms of it, mm. I think. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But it, it sounds to me like some of it might just be your gut telling you certain things and, you know, certain... Like, if you had to get out of the bed a certain way every day or do something exactly the same, I think those are more like OCDs. Like... I know. I have a routine before bed. I have to. Like, I have to spray my pillow spray. So weird. She's a freak, y'all. The freaks come out at night. Like, it's gotten to points where, like, maybe, like I'll put on, like, my black bra, and I'll be like, no, I'm supposed to be wearing my nude bra. And I'll change. Mm. I kind of sound crazy now that I'm saying it out loud. Or, like, I have to step on crunchy leaves. And, like, if it doesn't crunch, I have to step on another one right away. Like, walking outside. <laughs> You're just weird. <laughs> Isn't that weird? No, I, mm. <clears throat> I need to know if you guys feel the same. If you're in the Facebook group, please tell me if you guys have the same thing. And I want your examples because I'm gonna, I want to be like, I do that one too. Yeah, like when I walk in the door, no matter what, like I unlock the thing, my keys go on the key rack. And if you don't do that, it bothers you? Yeah. Like yesterday, yeah. ever, I think maybe ever drove home or mm-hmm. he, oh, he left something in the car, so he went out to the car. When he came in, it was sitting on my table, and it was p- 
I don't want to say pissing me off, but it was driving me nuts that it was there. Yeah. My back was on fire last night. Mm-hmm. I literally got off the couch to pick up the keys to go hang them on the hook. So is that OCD? Is it habit? I don't know. Is it just habit because now I know exactly where my keys are every single time because they're always in the same exact place? Is that what Or is that you? OCD? I don't know. Is that what, is it, does it bother you that they're just in the wrong spot or do you feel like if I don't put those back on the key ring, like it's not going to be good? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think I, pay enough attention to right. why I mm-hmm. just know it has to like I think you're more sensitive to if I don't do this this is going to happen or something right. bad might happen I think right. I'm just like let me get the keys to that spot right. like I don't hmm. or like if I itch one side of my arm like most of the time like have it, to itch the I other have side. to itch the other one because in <gasps> my head it tells me to isn't that weird oh <laughs> my weird. Aside from that, people want to hear about sex. We keep just getting sex, sex, sex. We so, love sex. Have lots and lots of sex. We do have, um, we weren't going to do sex today, but we do have an embarrassing sex story that I wanted to read because it looks interesting. Didn't we just do sex yesterday? Yeah. You don't uh, want to read it? Huh? You no. You don't want to read it? No, go. Okay, on it. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. Um, I'm a cleaning lady. Usually people leave doors open or I have keys to their houses because I work when they are at school slash work. So I'm always home alone. Always. That was Friday. I was listening to your podcast. I already cleaned the main floor and upper floor. I was about to go to the basement when the sex podcast turned on. For a split second, I thought, hmm, maybe I'll skip this one because I'm at work and then thought, oh, fuck it. They won't hear anything. They're old. Ah! It says they're old. They won't hear anything. <laughs> I'll be here for another 30 to 40 minutes. I'm okay. I cleaned the entire basement, laughing with you guys. The only room that I had to do was a bathroom. Do you remember the sex story about the girl that faked her illness, hooked up with her boyfriend in the middle of the action? The whole family decided to have a family reunion uh, in her bedroom. Yes, I do. I will never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> forget that that's one. That's Jerry's favorite email. It's like, hi, nice to meet you, Grandpa. <laughs> I've heard about this email outside of the podcast so many times because she I loves it. Love, because I, I could just fucking because I it was very well written and I literally felt like I was her in bed with these two shaking grandpa's hand. That's fucking hysterical. Um, uh, checking if she feels better, including her grandparents that introduced themselves to the boyfriend while. He, who was inside her at all times. Yeah, hard to forget. Well, I was listening to that one, cry laughing. I remember I was in the bathroom hearing nothing, and then I finally shut up. I heard laughing. It wasn't you guys in my phone. It was the owners of the fucking house. I have no idea when they came back. I didn't hear shit. I don't know what they heard, and all we know is that you guys talk about dildos, (laughs) fucking squirting, and who knows what else. (laughs) Keep in mind, they're in their 70s. Oh my fucking God, I'm done. I'm fired. I turned my phone off I left the bathroom they were sitting on the couch cry laughing and asking me what radio station it is <laughs> so I showed them how podcasts work but according to my knowledge they don't listen to it I survived from that day no sex podcast at work love you guys and happy new year oh my god that's the freaking best happy effing new year to you too See, I read like the first two sentences of that one I was like we need to read that email that's fucking hysterical yo I wonder if they're low-key listening yo love you guys <laughs> we love you guys <laughs> don't fire her <laughs> That is oh, hot. Man. That is funny. All right. So um, we're going to do some advice. We are going to do some advice. Because Alyssa's great at giving advice. You're on it. Go. Okay. <laughs> She's like a long one, really. No, 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 no. I No. Okay. I got this. 
Hey gals, my name is Lexi and I just wanted to hear your opinion on this topic. My mom got pregnant with me at 15 and actually had me at 16. At 62 days old, my biological father abused me. He picked me up under the arms and physically shook me, causing bleeding behind my right eye. I ended up in the hospital and in the paper it claims he was making me a bottle. Then she sent some pictures. Um, When my mom got pregnant with my sister, who was born three months early, my biological father pushed my mom down the stairs. There is a restraining order against him on my mom and I's behalf. He cannot be 500 feet feet near me. To my knowledge, he does not know about anything like the heart condition that I was born with or anything. I just turned 17 and I don't know for sure, but I think the restraining order that's against him expires when I'm 18. I've talked to my boyfriend who is extremely supportive and loving, who listens to the podcast with me occasionally. The sex ones are his fave. Of course they are. Um, I told my boyfriend, Nick, that I wanted to meet up with my biological father, if he's even alive, in person, with police present. And he, and just asked some things like, why, do you remember, etc. Since my boyfriend is so supportive, he said he would come with me just in case I needed the... Needed him for mental support. I wanted to know your opinion on that. Should I meet him? Is it a good idea? I don't know what to do. Thank you, ladies. Love you. Lexi. Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea, Lexi? Um, That's all you. I don't know. See, this is where my OCD would kick in. If I don't meet him, what's going to happen? Okay, so Lexi. Then what? He dies one day and then you regret it. This is what you have to do. You have to trust your gut. Yeah. If your gut is telling you to meet him. Karma will catch you. <laughs> if you want to have closure to a situation, um, never, ever, ever is abuse of any form okay. No. Um, I don't know how he old he was, but your mom was 15. They were kids. Mm-hmm. Not that, again, I'm not saying no, what he did was yeah. good. I do not condone it. But what I'm saying is, is... Maybe he's not bad of a guy, you know? He Maybe you'll hit it off with him. Or maybe you'll meet him and think he's a piece of shit and then go, at least I know. Yep. But I know. I didn't have a father present in my life. I didn't have um, the abuse that you went through and the hospitalization and stuff like that. I didn't have all of that. But I did have this yearning to meet my dad, mm. you know? I didn't want to listen to whatever people have had to say. I wanted to get to meet and know him for myself. And I did, and I'm glad I did. I have zero regret. Yeah. So I think you have to trust your gut yeah. and just go with it. I think there's two things with this. A, how does your mom feel about it? Mm. Because you don't want to be disrespectful if he was terrible to your mother. That's, you know, that's plays a part. And I'm not saying that couldn't decide your decision, but maybe consider your mom's feelings. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, or don't tell her that you're doing it, but definitely I would tell her that you're doing it. Um, and B, 100% bring your boyfriend or somebody with you. Do not go alone if he has a history of abuse. And I'll say, you know what? You also have to be prepared um, if he doesn't want to meet you. Yes. You know, like if you yes. reach out to him, Emotionally he might not prepared. want... So you also have to be prepared if yeah. that's, that's something advice. that he's not interested in doing. 100%. All right. Hey, ladies. My name is Adeline. Sorry. I didn't know if she wanted to be anonymous. She didn't say so. Okay. I'm Wait, 24. where are you? Um, I'm down a little bit. You missed one. 
Oh, I'm filling in for you. Sorry. Okay. Um, I'm 24, and you guys said to keep it short. So I love you guys and your podcast, and you girls are the bomb. Well, you can keep like the cute stuff about us. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. So I recently, like four months ago, got out of a really toxic, abusive relationship. I had been with this kid since middle school, eighth grade. We dated all through high school and college. Everything was great. He was great. We did everything together. All the high school shit. Everything. After high school, we got a place together close to our hometown and both went to a community college close to home. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) She wrote that. We then decided to transfer schools and move about two hours away from everyone we knew. So that's when shit got tough and he got controlling. He didn't trust me and he would put his hands on me. Mm. Everything got so bad he wouldn't let me talk to anyone, not even my family. I couldn't even go to my cousin's funeral because he didn't want to. If I left the house, I needed to basically give him a play-by-play of everything, like a clock-in, clock-out type of shit. I wasn't, quote, allowed to do anything. Not go hang out with friends, nothing. Yes, I was dumb and I thought this was love because we had been together for what seemed like forever I didn't leave the relationship earlier because I loved the dude anyways it's been about four months and I find myself missing him and sometimes the control aspect so I guess my question is what should I do to get over him I lost all my friends I had in high school and never really made any friends in college because he controlled everything I did I feel like I can't trust anyone anymore and I had most I have tried mostly to distract myself to get to know my family again after not being talking to them for years. I know this feeling of missing him is not good, and I just want to better myself. Thanks for any advice in advance. XO Adeline. Adeline, listen to me, darling. You oh, sorry. I must have cannot. <sighs> it's so crazy because I've definitely been there, done that. I've been in that relationship where, listen, to I. To that extent? Yes. Oh. Yes. That person put his hands on me. That person would not allow me to call my mother. What the fuck? I did not see my mom. That I, That's probably my biggest regret in life for that period of time. And I remember when I got with Sid, the first thing he did was say, go see your mom. Aww. You know, and I wasn't even with him. I yeah. just escaped that relationship. Mm-hmm. And he was like my knight in shining armor at that point. But um, At that point. No, but, you know, like... It's hard because I did have that rescue, so to speak, that knight in shining armor that pulled me away from that and made me see that there's better out there. Oh, my God. But if that did not happen, I would have been missing it also. hmm I would have been missing because um, it was something real. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't fall in, love, fall in love with an asshole who mistreated me. Right. I fell in love, and then, like she said, it grew into what that became. How does somebody became. just change on you like that, though? They moved, you know? Like, they mo- They were young. They got into it. They moved, and I think the change can just set people off. But you definitely do not want to be in that sort of relationship. Missing well, it or not— Congratulations for you yeah. for be- having the strength to move on from a— how many years relationship? Yeah, like, and like, hard. and she said she's trying to keep herself busy and stuff like that, but she does find herself missing him. You have to remember the bad parts. You're it's only very, thinking of all the roses. I was gonna say, yeah, it's very easy to always remember the good rosy, happy unicorny. That rose was covered in thorns, baby. Bro. Yes, and you don't deserve those thorns. You Mm-mm. don't deserve that. And if it takes you a lot of. Self-love, a lot of time to love yourself before you meet new friends or you reconnect with your family or you find a new um, somebody special. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, just love yourself mm-hmm. enough and let to not come allow. into your life naturally. Yes, absolutely. That's horrible. Oof, sorry. 
Hello, beautiful ladies. My name is Tori. I'm 26 and... Ooh, I'm 26 years old and my husband, daughter, and I are stationed in El Paso, Texas. I'll just get right into it. Possible trigger warning ahead. So I have... So to start, I have a six-year-old daughter who is my absolute world from a very abusive and toxic past relationship. My husband took her in as his own um, since we first started dating when she was five months old. Now to the part I need help with. My husband and I have been trying to have a baby for four years. I've had four miscarriages, one before my daughter and three after. The pregnancy with my daughter was a very hard one, in and out of hospitals, labor, 20 weeks on, passing out every day, etc. My health is in a much better My health is much better now, but obviously I'm having fertility issues. I was diagnosed with PCOS and factoring and factor 12 clotting disorder, which Having both makes it hard to get and stay pregnant, but I'm on medication to help with that now. Here recently, I've been seeing everyone announce their pregnancy and birth announcements. While I'm so overjoyed for them, it hurts my soul. I've always been wondering if I'll ever have another baby. Being a mom is my calling. I just need advice on coping with maybe never getting pregnant again and not being selfish and getting upset when I see friends having more babies. Or maybe any advice on helping with fertility. I just feel so lost and down about the whole thing. I'm so broken and just need some advice. Thank you for so much for taking the time to read this. I know it was long. I love you so much and look up to you both immensely. Keep being the beautiful selves. I've attached some pictures of my little family. We love you. Aww. And you guys are so cute. You guys are. I love your little Christmas decor and these pictures. And now it's not loading. So cute. Okay, so everybody always knows. <laughs> everybody knows. Jerry says I was just cut out to be a mom and nothing more. Um, it's a, it's. There she goes answering her children. It's hard, and I feel you, and my heart feels you because when. When you have that child and you look at that baby and that love that you feel and you just want to do it again and have another child. And then I did, I had fertility problems with Zane and Amani. I was on fertility um, drugs and the whole ovulation. And I mean, just watching and trying and the disappointment and the worry and the fear of never having one. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> the only thing I can say is what's meant to be is meant to be. You have a healthy, beautiful baby girl, six years old. Treasure her. If it happens, it happens. I know it's disappointing. It, if you wind up not having another child, for whatever reason, it was meant to be. Like, I have a girlfriend, Sandra, who obviously doesn't listen. I don't think she listens. But I, her and her husband, I don't even know how long they're married now. Probably 10 or 15 years. They've been trying this whole entire time. She's had so many miscarriages. I, I wouldn't even begin to get, put a number on it. I'm so terrified of that. And 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 some of them were very far along. And she, when she went through the last one and I cried with her and, you know, was consoling her and stuff like that. Shortly after that, she found out that she had like um, very, very beginning and it was taken care of. But she had like... Um, some colon issues and had to go some through some therapies and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, like she started learning and understanding that there's a reason why. Maybe there was um, an abnormal- abnormality with mm-hmm. 
you know, that child. It would have been healthy. Right, or that it would have caused her some more health problems. So you got to look at it like that. Like, I don't think things happen to hurt you. I think things happen to protect you. I agree. So whether, yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Like, I'm emotional about this because I understand her pain. But I also think just... Be grateful that you have that one baby because there's plenty of people out there that have none. Yeah. You know? And true. listen, Aaliyah was an absolute positive mistake. I mean, Sid and I weren't even <laughs> together. Like, to get, like our relationship. Have you told Aaliyah she was a mistake? <laughs> Not that she was a mistake. <laughs> but after years of fertility and all this with the two boys, never did I ever <laughs> think. Like, fuck and, it. I never no, I don't any birth what, control. <laughs> Oops. And, I mean, we were being careful, so yeah. to speak, you know? Like, I wouldn't allow him to, like, get all I his junk up in me. I cannot believe you had sex with him. Oh, can you not even, can we not <laughs> even talk not. about that? Please? We're talking about Zane's no. dad. We're talking about all the kids' dad. La, 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 but they're not together anymore. And it's just, just funny to make sure them having sex. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> My point being is, is that I wasn't trying. At that point in my life... That was the last thing that I expected. Mm. So when I found out, I was like, what the F is going on? I mean, listen, I welcomed it and I was ecstatic and everything else. But Paul game was weak. <laughs> Very weak, obviously. But um, <laughs> I, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? So I think, too, it's just like the, like with everything. I think sometimes you just need to let it go and stop concentrating on mm. it and then allow it to happen naturally. And what if, if I start trying for kids years later and I'm infertile? That's terrifying. And I don't even know it. That's so scary. I know. Listen. I don't think I am, but I would be fucking heartbroken. Ever and I, like, obviously there's a huge age gap. And I would have absolutely positively loved to have a baby with him. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I wouldn't be selfish to do it now because I do have three healthy, beautiful children that I wouldn't want to risk it because I know with age comes the higher risk for certain things with babies. Um, But absolutely, if him and I could, I would adopt. Right. Hands down, absolutely. If I Yeah, that's another thing too. There's always other options for you guys. Yeah, there's always adoption. Surrogate. My gosh, there's so many other options. Oh, yeah. You know, you could definitely do a surrogate. Did she try IVF? I, I don't know. I don't know what extent her. Right. But but if you end up not being able to conceive, just try, try looking into other options. Yeah. If you're open to that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I know. I would love to. Mm. I always see, I love seeing like blended families. You know, like. It's I can just, picture you adopting. It's, it's warm. It's warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. You know? And and believe it or not, like we were talking about another dog. And I said to ever, it's almost oh, easier. No. no, because of our situation of having to move mm-hmm. in the near future. It's like. Easier to have a kid. It is. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, you know. You can take my, it with you. Exactly. Everywhere. The dogs. Everybody like, dogs. You, know, you got to leave a bigger deposit. No, we don't want big dogs. It's like, kids, okay. <laughs> kids, you <can> right. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's equal commitment, right? <laughs> gotta wake up, feed, dress, clothes. <laughs> gotta take care of them. Clean up the shit. <laughs> Let them outside once exactly. in a while. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm making light of your situation, but understand that it's just to try to make light of your situation. Yep. Yeah. 
Hey, listen, Jerry. My name is Alyssa. Yo, what's up, girl? I absolutely love the vlogs and this podcast. You guys are gorgeous and amazing. I apologize in advance for the long email, but a girl needs an outside perspective. We love you guys. Well, we love you. We love all of you guys, but we love you. All right, this is a long one, so buckle up. Ready? I'm ready. First off, I should tell y'all the backstory. Okay. I've known this boy for about 10 years now. We met in elementary school. I was in seventh grade and he was in sixth. We became so close that he became my best friend and I was his. My freshman year of high school, he admitted his feelings for me and we dated on and off, only seeing each other maybe twice a year if I was lucky until I was entering my senior year of high school. We had just broken up and gotten into a huge fight that ended us that ended in us saying very hurtful things. After that, we had no contact for almost two years except him saying happy birthday to me on my 18th birthday. Toward the end of my freshman year of college, he messaged me on Instagram to text him, and of course I did, thinking I'm about to get an apology finally or give this boy a piece of my mind. Yeah, that didn't happen. The moment we started talking, it felt like no time had passed and like we were best friends again. We literally would FaceTime for hours each time he would flirt or hint at having sex, and I would play as if he was joking. A month later, we both admitted falling for each other again and decided to get back together. We had been dating for two and a half years, and it was the best two and a half years of my life, until he broke up with me in September because our relationship started to have problems. Problems after I got really depressed and almost ending my life. Mm. He said that he needed to be him without the stress of our relationship or him being the only thing in my life that made me happy. Mm. I understood that and had been crushed about it, had been crushed since, but within the two weeks since we broke up, he broke up with me, I had to push myself out there and finally made friends of my own. A group of girls I can literally say are my friend soulmates because we have so many similarities and understand each other so much. I had never had that before and in such a small amount of time, I have had my back and have been there for me when I needed a friend. Hmm. Back to this boy. When he broke up with me, he said that I was still his best friend and that he wasn't ready for me to not be in his life anymore because he still loved and cared about me. Yeah, that was not a smart move. We would have the occasional quickies since we were both into sleeping with each other, and let's face it, a girl has needs. After three months of being broken up, we decided we would take things slow and see if there was ever a chance of getting back together. Behind closed doors, he acts like the boy I fell in love with, but out in public, he won't hold my hand unless it's his own terms. I've confronted him about it, but how about how horrible it has been? he has been treating me and that I'm ready to give up, and he begged me to give him a chance and some time. All my friends have told me to give up and leave him because I deserve better and they don't want to see me hurt again. They're amazing friends and we're looking out for me, but I feel like they're seeing much more of the bad than the good. I could really use some advice on whether love is enough to try and rebuild this relationship or any advice you can give me. By the way, I'm 21 and my ex is 20. And she attached pictures okay. of them when they were little and now. Aww. Well, you guys are adorable, first of all. You guys are adorable. However. However, boo-boo. 2020. However, 2020. You need a man that will show you off like a trophy. Listen, and I... Okay, so... <laughs> it's very weird because we all... Well, Alyssa knows. I've had issues with Ever showing... Okay, so when we're home, Ever is up my ass... <laughs> Jerry. Every second that we're home. Like, every... Second, if I go in the room, he'll follow me in the room. Like a dog. Yeah, and good boy. Um, he just always wants to be with me. And then I feel like when we're out in public, it's like he's almost ashamed of me. And he'll um, tell me a million times over, it's not that at all, whatever. I think a lot of his is a cultural thing. Like I don't think culturally they show 
a lot of affection in public. Like I, so are like you saying he looks Spanish here? No, no, I'm just. Are you? Comparing? I mean, he, he kind of does, does. Yeah, but that's not, I, what I'm saying is maybe confront him on that because I used to take it like very personal, and I explained to him. I said, "Listen, like I explained to Ever, I said, I understand that it might be that mm-hmm. that you're not used to seeing or or seeing the affection or whatever." Get the fuck over it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't leave me hanging or feel make me feel like I'm not good enough when we're in the public eye. You know, and it's changed. So maybe address it in that sense. But honestly, mm, I don't know because they were young. They they were very. They're young. still twenty and twenty one. Right. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it. It seems like he's doing it at his convenience getting back with you or stuff like that. You, she did you, try and leave, though, and he said, give me another chance. Right. So, I mean, so, if you want to give him, but then she said, this is my ex, so maybe she chose to leave him. But if you wanted to give him another chance, you need to let him know what you will or will not tolerate. Right. And if this is the it. last chance, like, just be like, you yeah, got to like, fucking hold my hand. Like, I, I can't The things that, that are important to you. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that, like, everyone I've... It's it's so crazy because I don't know exactly how long we've been together. I know he's been living in this house since Aaliyah's one. Ever and I, through all of these years, have had so many times where we've Aaliyah's 14. She's 14. Yeah. I was just saying it for them because maybe Uh, they don't know who uh, Aaliyah uh, even uh, is. Like, wait, what? I know how. I thought maybe I said the wrong age. No. Um, But I know a lot of it is. He. He didn't know a lot of the things that I wanted because I expected that he would just automatically know. So maybe you need to address what your needs or wants are. And don't beat around him. the bush. Right. Just very, this is what I would love to have in a relationship. I hate this when you do this. What, I love when you do this. Right. And this is what I absolutely won't tolerate. And then see if it'll go if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. if you want to pursue it. If not, absolutely don't settle for less. Hell don't not. sell yourself short. You will regret it in the future. Agree. Agree. Beautiful. Wedding planning. Anonymous. <laughs> Anonymous. <laughs> okay, Alyssa. What? Oh, wait. This is me? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Say okay. <laughs> I need help with something, and one of the first people I thought of to ask for help was you two. Thank you for what you do. Thank oh. you for listening. Yes, thank you. So my fiance and I are getting married next year in 2020, and we need some advice regarding the plus ones. Ooh. I'm having three of my best friends to be my bridesmaids and my sister as my maid of honor. The dilemma is I'm not sure whether to let my bridesmaids have plus ones. Okay. Why not? I was going to say, automatically, I'm like, yeah, why not? Why not? Okay, but I'm sure there's more of a story, so let's get to it. It's not really an issue of money, but I want to be able to spend the day of and the night before with just my girls and not have to worry about their significant others. Their significant others live far enough away that they would have to stay near the wedding venue the night before. They aren't really going to know anyone at the wedding, and they aren't really friends with each other to hang out with just the two of them. Also, just an insignificant detail, but we have, but we plan to have the bridal party sit at the head of the venues all together so we can all spend time together. One of my fiancé's groomsmen's may might have a plus one that neither of us have met, and my fiancé feels the same way about just wanting to spend time together with his guys, mostly because he hasn't seen them in a while and they're flying in for the weekend. Mm. 
Anyway, long story short, how do I tell them no plus ones? I don't want to come off as a jerk. Two of my bridesmaids have been dating their boyfriends for a few years, so I think you. I think they would understand, but I don't want them to get the wrong impression. I don't want them to think I don't like their boyfriends or something. The one bridesmaid can't do much of anything without her boyfriend, but that's a whole other story. Um, But also, is it wrong for me to say no plus ones? I feel like if we allow our bridal party members to have the plus one, we will allow them all a plus one. Uh, Okay. Yeah. It would be too much. We are trying to have a small wedding. With just family and close friends. I really don't know what to do. I hope this made sense. It did. Thank you in advance. Go ahead, Alyssa. Are we going to have opposing opinions on this? Go ahead, Alyssa. Okay, I have... It's your wedding. You do what you want. Right? That's what you're going to say? Not really. Mm. Go ahead. I'm so curious. (laughs) I think there's a few things to this. A, I don't think that there should be any beating around the bush. If you want to go to your bridesmaids and say, Hey, listen... If if your thing is that you want to spend time with them the day before at the bride bridal party, the significant others aren't supposed to be there anyway. That's for the bridesmaids. So you say to them, hey, if your significant other is going to come to the wedding, just know, A, the day before we're spending time just us, and B, you're going to be separated at the seating because I want the bridal party with me, and that's it. So just be honest and see what they say. But if you're, it sounds like you're 100% committed to not having them there. And if you don't want to have them there, that's your wedding. That's your choice. But if it will cause drama, just be cautious of that. That if your bridesmaids get upset, hey, I can't bring my boyfriend of years. Just be aware of that, that that's going to probably make them a little bit upset. Mm -hmm. What? Go. Tell me. No, because obviously I have very mixed emotions on this because you want to do. See if the boy. See once she said about they've been with their boyfriends for years. Yeah, it um, it, it made it a little harder. Yeah, I don't years, think it's, it's easy not like to be a like, fresh boyfriend where yeah. they just know each other two weeks. That would yeah. have been a no brainer. Right, but somebody who these are your best friends right. who've had their significant others for years. It's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, they are having. The- their friends fly in and haven't seen them in a while. So if you want to spend one-on-one time with them, I don't see anything wrong with that. Here's the other thing. I mean, if you address it in such a way, like if you set up, like I know when I was a bridesmaid in Kinga's, um, <clears throat> there was a very detailed, like, this is what we're going to do. This is when we, where we're going to be. This is what time we have to do shit. There was no time for me to be with my ex at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if there is a day filled of, well, we're going to go do a spa day. We're going to do yeah. this. We have to organize this. We're going to hang out. We're going to go here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. They may look at that and go, you know what? I don't want to pay airfare and a right. suit and that everything else for my men to, my, for my my boyfriend yeah. to come to this wedding who's going to be sat at a different table. He's not. Maybe they won't even want to come. Right. So I think if you address like, this, like Alyssa said, be honest. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. On the day before the wedding, we have to do this, this, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. It's going to be all girls. Yeah. I don't want you to be having your phone in your hand concerned about your boyfriend feeling miserable in a place he's unfamiliar. Right. You know, so you can sort of leave it up to them, but mm-hmm. I definitely think you need to say, hey, this is what's going to be happening. Right. And I chose it, you as a bridesmaid. I'm going to need your full attention, not you right. worrying about babysitting your boyfriend. In a nicer way than that. Well, but yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying if she addresses it in a nice way mm-hmm. sort of thing, I can guarantee they probably wouldn't want to 
put all that money into the airplane flights, the hotel. Yeah. You know, like... Well, it sounds like her mind is already made up and she doesn't want them there. So I think just doing it in a way of, hey, I really want to have a small wedding. We can definitely do a get-together with all of us another time. But for my wedding, mm-hmm. I really just want to spend one-on-one time with all of you guys. That's great, too. my fiancé feels the same way. So for the wedding, I'm going to keep it just the girls and just my fiancé's groomsmen. That's it. And then we'll hang out with all of all our of couples party another we'll time. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea, Les. Yeah. yeah. Just make it in like a not, don't make it a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, if, I feel like if you make something a bigger deal than it is, then it becomes drama. Like, if you're like, you know, I was thinking about it and I just don't really want to have them there because I don't really know them that well. Like, don't, I wouldn't cause a big stink. I'd just be like, hey, I just want to have a smaller wedding and that's really it. No harm, no like underlying meaning. Like, we'll get together another time. But for mm. my wedding, I just want you guys there. That's it. Like, it doesn't have to be anything, like, dramatic. And just make sure if it's, like, good for the girls, it's good for the guys. So that guy with his girl, with the best man, mm-hmm. it'd have to be the same for her, too. Right. She ain't going to be able to go either. Exactly. Fair, fair. Fair is fair, fair. fair. Good luck. Hi, listen, Jerry. First things first, I love you guys and your podcast so much. Listening to you chit-chat makes my days so much better. I appreciate your commitment to wanting to help others and give advice. It makes me so happy. I'm thankful to have found your podcast. So cute. Thank you. Now I need advice and I think I'd like to stay anonymous. Please. Got it. This is probably going to be a long one, so bear with me. I'm 25 years old with two kids, a 10-year-old son and a two-year-old daughter. The big age gap is because of multiple miscarriages between my kids. I got pregnant at 14 and had my son at 15. He had been my rock in this crazy life. My son's biological father and I weren't together when I was pregnant or after. He wasn't and hasn't been in my son's life much really at all since he was one. That being said, I started dating my ex, my daughter's dad when my son was one and a half he took the role of my son's dad and he was the only dad my son really knew even to this day if you ask my son whose dad is he will say my ex's name we dated for six years before we finally had our daughter in 2017 we planned and tried to get pregnant with our daughter My ex got into some bad things and is now not around for either of my kids. He was emotionally abusive and cheated on me multiple times during the last few years of our relationship and is now dating an ex-friend of mine who he cheated on me with and is helping raise her kids instead of our children. Since I know her personally and very, very well, I refuse to let my kids go with him if she's around. I told him countless times before this that if he doesn't want to be around me, I will take the kids to his sister so he can see them in a safe environment, and he has yet to take me up on it. He hasn't seen my son since my daughter's first birthday. She's two now, mind you. And he saw our daughter twice in May, but then no call, no showed on our third visit, and he hasn't heard, and I haven't heard from him since. He told me that the last time I saw him that he was still absolutely in love with me and he wanted to be with me so bad and that if I let him come back, he would never hurt me again. Obviously, that's not an option. And even though I still care for him deeply and would love to have a family, but based on the history, I can't and won't. It can't and won't happen. Anyway, my kids have been asking about him recently, especially my son, who has been struggling a lot lately, and that he wants to see his dad. So I guess my question is, do I reach out and tell him that his kids wants to see him, or do I leave it alone since he has made it clear that he has no interest in seeing them? I don't want to keep him from his kids, but he hasn't tried to reach out, so obviously it's not keeping, it's not me keeping him them from him, right? And I honestly don't know if I should try for the kids and risk getting sucked into him and his issues especially because i have no i have so many hard feelings regarding the whole situation thanks ladies i look forward to your advice by the way i'm attaching some photos of my beautiful babies even though they're really not babies anymore because i know you guys love pictures Mm, we do love pictures here's the pause for us to look at the pictures really quick just pause (laughs) oh 
<laughs> oh. oh, so cute. Oh my god, adorable. Excuse Are you joking? <coughs> Bless you. Bless oh, you. Oh. That would hurt your back. Mm. Do you need a tissue? No. Okay. What? Do I have boogers down my face? I don't know. I can't see. You're a blur. Oh. 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 Go ahead, mama. This is a hard one. I have my opinion, but I also don't have kids, so you go. This is hard. Um, I know what you're going to say. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, you're going to say that's their father regardless. Okay, yeah, but no, listen, hear me out. Hear me out. So when I first went through my shit with Sid, Mm -hmm. um, he, okay, I had to find a job, right? And the only job I could find because I had kids that had to get up in the morning, get on the bus, get to school. The only job I could find was on the weekends because he was going to take the kids on the weekends, right? So I finally get a job that is weekend only. And then he tells me, well, I need a life. So you have to do every other weekend. Tell your job you need every other weekend because now I have a life. P.S. He was never there until he found somebody because now all of a sudden – he wanted to have this family. She wanted to have this family. So it was a matter of convenience for him. That's not okay by me at all. And it was a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. You can't be a father and be in and out of their life as, conven- as it's, if it's convenient for you. Right. So you need to tell him. I would definitely contact him. and I He's would- not contacting. No, no, no. I would contact him. Mm-hmm. And I would say... Hey, listen, here's the situation. Your kids are looking for you. Do the right thing or don't do the right thing. And then have it court, court documented. Yeah. And then if he chooses at that point, say he says, yeah, I want to see my kids. We'll do every weekend, every other weekend, every third day in May. Whatever it may be, have it documented. And then if – because you'll – you don't want to, to your kids, look like you were keeping your dad from them. Mm-hmm. So you have to make the effort, make that phone call, reach out to him, take him to court, whatever whatever you guys agree upon, but have it documented. Yeah. Because you never want it to bite you in the ass. You don't mm-hmm. want your kids resenting you when they grow up. Because you never know if they grow up and then connect with their dad and then their dad t- fills their ear with all your mom kept them from me kind of right, shit. Right. So I definitely say reach out to him. They are his kids. Ask him if he wants a relationship with them and then document it. Whatever he wants. Yes, I want to be in their life. No, I don't want to be in their life. Have it documented. Have it court ordered. Mm-hmm. This way, like I said, cover your own ass. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think that if he is gonna come back into their life, I wouldn't I would make sure that he's gonna stay in their life because I think that's just confusing for a kid. Like I don't have kids, but in my opinion, if this if I was in this situation, I wouldn't want him to just come say hi and be like, Hi, I'm your dad and then never see and him then again. Be out again. I that's think that's like saying. traumatizing yeah. as a child. So I would make sure that he's actually going to see them frequently. That's like what I'm saying. If you court order it, yeah. yeah. And then if he flakes on it, then you know what? Then you go to the court and you go, Listen, this is happening and my kids are devastated. They're dressed and ready at the door for dad. He's not showing up right. week after week. And then that That's all gets like resolved. It is. It's horrible. Yes. And I don't understand how people who have kids can do that. No. What the no, fuck? I mean, women and men. You, you well, see and hear about it all the time. It's horrible. Like, I don't understand how people could do that. Terrible. Jeez. Well, good luck to you, sweetheart. All right. We've got a crazy one this episode, you guys. You got what? We got a crazy email this episode. Ooh. Lawsuit. 
assault, and threatening to kill my family. Oh my goodness. We're going to have to go paragraph by paragraph on Girl, this one. Go. All right. I'll do the first one. Oh, wait, that's that's a sentence. <laughs> Please don't say my name because it's still an ongoing situation. I absolutely love you guys, and I feel like I know you guys so well. Your podcast has always made me laugh, and I love the advice you guys give. This is going to be a long email, so I apologize, but here you go. I won't be saying names for privacy reasons. Damn. Bit yourself in the ass on that I one. I did bit, bite myself. <laughs> Kicked myself in the Next ass. Next paragraph. Oh, jeez. Okay. Nobody do it. I'll, I'll no, do no, it. I got it. Right, in got May this. of this year, I was over at my grandparents' house with my sisters, and I, my sisters and I were teasing my little sister and tickling her as most siblings do. My little cousin, around eight years old, got angry and he yelled at us. He is the devil, and I will tell you why later. <laughs> my aunt then walks in because my her son was yelling and takes him out of the room because he was yelling. She then comes back in and starts to yell at me and my little sister to the point where she began to cry. I then step in, telling my aunt that she can't speak that way, and if she has a problem, she can go downstairs where she lives at my grandma's house. She has no job, and she's very, and she's a very unstable person. She then goes to grab me because she got angry that I was talking back to her. I'm not sure what she was trying to do, but she was showing, shoving me as I sat down in the chair, and me not wanting to stand up because I knew she would try to hurt me, but I kind of wish I did this. After this all went down. As she was shoving me, my eight-year-old cousin comes behind me and tries to choke me. And I pushed him off and told him to never touch me like that again. At that time, I was 19. I have a one-year-old son. No child adult or adult should be should ever be choked. Wait, sorry. No child or adult should ever be trying to choke or hurt people the way that he was trying to hurt me. My grandfather then walks in, asking what's going on, and my aunt and grandpa are yelling back and forth, and my eight-year-old cousin was yelling as well. I have no idea... I have no idea what to do, as I've never been in the situation. My parents were not here, as the yelling in my aunt and my grandpa was happening, and I'm in shock, and my sister's just crying. My mom walks in and comes upstairs and tries to ask her dad what's going on, and she comes into the kitchen where we were at, and my cousin begins to tell my mom that my aunt was grabbing me and shoving me, and my cousin tried to choke me. My mom then goes into the room where my aunt and grandpa were at and starts yelling, Starts to ask my aunt, you touch my child? I would never touch yours. My aunt then goes and shoves her, and then that's when a whole fight broke out. Oh, my God. My eight-year-old cousin was trying to help my aunt by attacking my mom, but my grandpa was holding him back. Oh, my. After a few minutes of them on the ground holding each other's hair, the fight stops, and they got off each other. My aunt runs and tries to call 911 because her and her baby daddy were in a custody battle, and she didn't want her son to be taken away from her. My siblings and I had never been in this situation, and I didn't know what to do, especially because it was my family. Thinking back, I should have called the cops as everything was happening with my mom. My my grandma then shoves all of us out the door, and we leave and go home. I tell my mom that she needs to call the cops. Needs to call the cops of where my aunt lives because she's tried and will pin her to be the bad guy. She doesn't want to hurt her family. Forgot to mention my aunt is her sister. I convinced my mom that we had to go down there, so we did. My siblings and my mom and I filled out a witness statement, but lo and behold, everything I put in didn't matter. I wrote a two-page statement, and they didn't take my statement, which is complete bullshit. My grandparents were in favor of my aunt because they didn't want her losing custody of her son over this. They favored my grandpa's statement over the rest of them. My grandpa's statement says that my mom was the aggressor and that my aunt didn't touch me or anything. Just brought up how my mom walked in there and attacked my aunt. My grandpa saw... Her grabbed me and heard her say, don't touch me. 
heard me say, don't touch me. We got police footage. Oh, we got police footage. And my grandpa that day was on my mother's side and refused to write a statement. But then the next day, suddenly it was sent to the police station from a computer. And you can do that. And you could do that. In the more... In the next month of July, I believe, my mom was charged with a few things, but it's too long to list. Pretty much assault, all because of my grandpa's witness statement. Jesus. In August, my mom had a hearing where our lawyers showed the prosecutor in a few videos that my dad made from the police footage. Towards the end of the... Towards the end of it, the prosecutor was pretty much saying we can get whatever we wanted, but my mom was hesitant in going to trial because she didn't want to bring her family back into the situation. The weird part about the situation is that my aunt was there behind a curtain for I don't know what reason, but I thought it was weird because wouldn't you not want to be there if someone attacked you? Sorry, I'm all over the place. Well, the prosecutor wouldn't drop the case. But my mom then chose to get a misdemeanor for yelling in a private place that would be heard in a public place. I don't know what that I don't know what what's that called, but our lawyer did not tell us if we pleaded guilty, then she would sue us. A few days before Thanksgiving, a cop came to our door and delivered us with a lawsuit. So many things in the lawsuit, but pretty much emotional and physical damage and for my mom to pay her medical bills when she really when really she's on Medicaid because she doesn't have a job. $300,000 she's suing for. You think it's crazy already, but it gets worse. Of course, she's not going to get that money because it's still crazy. That's what she wants. We recently found out she has a felony and a misdemeanor class A. The felony is for possession of a weapon by a restricted person. We know she got a pistol illegally. She could be fined for 5000 and a year in prison. The scary thing is, after my fight, my aunt threatened to kill my mom. She then, then she got possession of a gun two weeks later. She's very mentally unstable. A few things she's done that's insane. When she was in high school, she was dating a married man, and not only that, she would constantly run into his wife off the road. Oh, she would constantly run his wife off the road and try to get her killed. Oh, my gosh. Um, not only that, the son, her son has called the police on his mom over 17 times just this past year. It wasn't even December when we found out. Her son is a pathological liar, manipulative, that was found from a psychiatrist. So I'm not just saying that. He is the devil. During his last summer, he got a bird from his dad, and within a few hours, the bird's head was off. (gasps) All of my family believes he's going to be a serial killer or something because he hurts animals all the time, and he's a very violent child. My aunt locks her bedroom door at night because she's scared he's going to come in and kill her. My eight-year-old cousin threatens to kill her as well. It's so extremely sad. They won't do anything. They have... Have have to hid, hide all the knives from him as well. I would never let my son alone with my cousin because he's just so violent. Oh, sorry. After hearing that she got a gun and she threatened to kill my mom, we had we have gotten security system, and I get so scared leaving my house. I truly believe she wanted to kill us or other people she has targeted in the past. I know you guys really can't do anything about this, and my family is just so hurt by this lawsuit. It could last for five years. Who knows? She really just wants a payday. My mom has dealt with so much and felt so debilitated 
betrayed that her parents act like their hands are tied when they pay for everything for my aunt and she even lives there. It's so hurtful that my whole family is being split up and we tried inviting them over to talk about this, but they declined. How can a parent watch their child hurt the other one? How can I feel safe or at least try? How can I comfort my mom knowing that what she's going through and what her family is doing to her. My heart, my mom is so heartbroken and so am I. What's your advice on the whole situation? Thank you so much for reading this. I really appreciate it. Jesus, I have nothing. I don't even. Holy Like I just guac. don't even know. And again, uh, like she says, she don't know what to do. She like her, like, I don't know. Restraining order? Step A? For the, for the cousin. Both of them. And the Both of them. And the grandparents. I mean, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't try to bring it back together. I, I don't see those I people being... I absolutely not. I don't like, see anything about those people being a positive light in your life no, at all. Absolutely rid them from your lives for good. Yeah, no. I just... We, but to keep yourself safe and your mom safe, I would do, like Alyssa said, try to get a restraining order. I don't think you could just go and go, oh, I want a restraining order. I think you have to have proof and evidence. But there's police things filed. There's things. You'll be able to get it issued. Yeah. Um, Hundred percent, do that. But that—that's a shame about the grandfather siding with the other one. And you know what? It's—I've um, seen that all too often. And it's like you said, she's mentally unstable. She lives with them. They feel some some sort of like they have to side with her because poor her. Look at her. She's living with us. She's mentally unstable. You know, like how are they going to go against somebody like that? Your mom is out on her own doing her own thing. She could support herself, so to speak. And mm-hmm. I think they have to baby that aunt for those reasons, which is horrible. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're going through it all. That's some that's, shitty, shitty situation. That's like <clears throat> some like movie shit, like scary. That's what she should do. Maybe your mom should make a movie. <laughs> make billions of dollars off it and fuck the aunt and the the cousin. There you go. Write a book or a movie. Yeah. Oh One God, of those that's two. That's horrible. All right, we're going to answer one more um, shorter one because those were some really long emails. Was popping, everybody. First of all, Jerry and Alyssa, let me say I fucking love you guys. Seriously, you guys have been so inspirational to me and other listeners of this great podcast. I genuinely hope you know that you are appreciated and all of your hard work hasn't gone unnoticed. I love the updated cover photo. You both look beautiful. I know you don't believe me, Jerry, but 2020 is your fucking year, and by the end of it, you will believe us. shedding tears love you so much back to my question i'm having such a hard time having the confidence and courage to get up and go get a certified go get a job as a certified nursing assistant i already have my cna license but i lack the confidence actually going to get a second job within a field i'm afraid i'm going to hurt someone or do something wrong the school i went to wouldn't let us do anything while in clinical because my teacher was lazy the instructor i had for class and lecture was completely different was a completely different person and a great teacher and motivator. How do I gain the confidence and courage to apply for jobs and interview? I am also interested in continuing our education and going to nursing school, but I lack the courage. Thank you for reading this on the podcast. My name is Kayla, and I've tried my best to make the spacing better for you, Jerry. <laughs> oh, shit, I should have had you read this. Keep up the great work and also have a safe, safe and happy new year. Oh, my God. I love it. Also attached is a bomb-ass photo of me. See, that's so funny because she's sitting like... I know. Here attached is a bomb-ass photo of me, but then she's asking for courage or or confidence to go, you've got it. You've absolutely got it in you. And let me tell you something. You can't get a practice... You can't be a CNA without... Like, I understand what she's saying, like, about learning it practically or in books and stuff like that. Um, 
just go do it, girl. Mm-hmm. Listen, I've had things like people try to like draw blood on me and have to prick me 17 times. I don't get mad. I don't get mad because, you know, if they come in going, oh, it's my first time, I I sympathize with them. Go ahead. Let me be your pincushion. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, you have. I mean, not everybody's like that, though. (laughs) Right. Most people. I'd be like, hell no, bitch. Somebody (laughs) that knows how to put it in once. Get out. Um, But you've got this. I think the harder thing is to actually go to school and become it. But you already are. So just do it, girl. Just do it. Or if you feel like you don't have enough practice and training, then go get more practice and training and like more classes. Yeah. Is that possible? I don't know anything about college. I don't know either. (laughs) But I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there's like um, options available. Yeah. Girl, you got this. Come on. Anywhere you go to apply, they'll train you and like have you practice first before you actually start on real people. (laughs) I mean, like you will start on real people, but like be like an assistant. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. That awkward silence. What are you doing? I was looking for something, but I but it doesn't have to be done today. Oh, okay. We had a request that something be read by a certain date, and I wanted to do it. Oh, but, but next time? It, yeah, we could do it next time, definitely. Okay, real quick, I want to look at our... Facebook group, see if there's yeah, anything. see if there's anything quickly that we can touch on. We definitely have to do conspiracy theories. A lot of people want it. Yes. Again. Okay. I think we should have Zane on it again. I absolutely agree. Because he was, like, smart and knew, like, a lot of stuff about it. All right, well, anyways. All right, that's that's good for today. We love Nothing you guys. Nothing else in there. <laughs> Nothing else in there. Well, well, we can touch on it next time. I feel like this episode was good and, like, had its, had its shine. You know what I mean? Anything you see you want to touch on? Those yeah. topics are all good for, like, their own episodes. Nothing that we can touch on really quickly. Okay, we love you guys. Okay, we love you guys. Welcome to A Girl and Her Mom in Law. If you're new here, or if you're not new here, make sure you listen to us every single Monday and Thursday at 5 a.m. EST. You can listen on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're going to keep up with us elsewhere, I'm Melissa Rose on everything. I also have a YouTube channel, and she is Jerry Eastman on everything. If you want to shop our merch, that's teespring.com slash Agamil. And if you want to keep up with us and all the other amazing Agamil fam on our Facebook group, that's A Girl and Her Mother-in-Law, right on Facebook. Request to join. We're over 5,000 members strong. If you want to send any emails, any questions, that's request suggestions and questions, you can send them to our email. What? We never read that one. What one? The one that I told you I wanted to read because she literally said, I've got questions. Okay, next episode. Get ready for that email. Get ready. You know who you are. That'll be our first one. Okay, next time. Uh, if you want to send any questions, requests, suggestions, and questions, you can send them to our email. That's agamilpodcast at gmail.com. A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. It's just the abbreviation of our podcast. We love you all so much. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time. Bye! Bye.